0: Welcome everyone to episode 5 of the Talk tech to Me podcast. I'm your host Tasia Custody, and this is a bit of a heavy one today. Should I start a podcast like that? It's probably not good for listenership, but here we are. So today we're going to explore the climate crisis we've gotten ourselves into. Yeah, I told you it was a heavy one. Specifically, we're going to dive into the report that the UN just released this week, exclaiming that this is a code red for humanity. And just because we find ourselves in a climate emergency now, does it have to remain that way forever? Can we reverse the damage we've done? Well, let's find out. You're listening to Talk Techie to Me, a podcast that explores the latest and greatest technology and how this tech impacts our lives. I get it, tech can be confusing. That's why I'm diving deep into the tech world to bring you the information that matters most in a relatable, straightforward way. So as I was researching today's episode, it got me thinking that perhaps this should be Like a climate emergency series of some kind because there is a lot to cover so i'm only going to skim the surface of you know the major climate crisis contributors specifically for today's episode i want to dive into the report that the un just released this week now to be clear This report is from the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC for short. So what was in this report that has me and a lot of others so worked up? Well, essentially, it's a stark warning for all of us that we have reached, and I quote, a code red for humanity. According to the report, Extreme heat waves now occur five times more frequently than they did between 1850 and 1900. Now, let's talk about the heat for a hot minute. With extreme heat, often comes fire and often comes drought. And wouldn't you know that droughts that previously only occurred once every decade are now 70% more frequent than they were between 1850 and 1900. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, sure, yeah, but we have, I don't know, scientifically speaking, a metric ton more people on this earth now than in 1900. So yeah, our CO2 emissions will go up naturally. Or maybe you're thinking... Well, this is a natural cycle of the Earth, and it's going to heat, and it's going to cool cyclically like this. Well, hold those thoughts. While it takes scientists to collect all this climate data for us, it does not take a scientist to see the proof that Mother Nature is giving us. She's literally on fire right now. Have you seen all the fires lately? The heat waves in areas where we never had heat waves before? Don't believe me? Okay, so what about the severe storms and floods? These too are a growing problem that were outlined in the IPCC report. What were previously once-in-a-decade downpours are happening more frequently now. And when it comes to tropical cyclones, there's a greater proportion of major storms, so that's category 3 and higher, meaning both hurricanes and typhoons have grown stronger. And the report doesn't end there, because why would it? If we don't curb our use of fossil fuels, guess what? Spoiler alert, the climate crisis will only get worse. Yeah, bet you didn't see that coming. We have been hearing for a while that we need to keep the warming under this magical, you know, 1.5 degrees Celsius higher than temperatures were in about 1900. But this report indicates that we've already reached 1.1 degrees Celsius earlier than anticipated, meaning we could reach or surpass that 1.5 degrees benchmark in the next two decades. Y'all, do you understand that? A decade is 10 years. Now, I'm no mathematician, but two decades would be 20 years. Hello, people! That is well within our lifetimes. You and me. Yes, you listening to this right now and me from my lips to your ears. It's our problem. So I'm clearly hitting the panic button over here in case you couldn't tell. It is a panic situation over here on Earth. But what are the real-world implications of this? So let's go back to our extreme weather examples for a minute. The report also states that we're going to have even more, quote, unprecedented events, meaning things that have never even happened before. Just think about that for a minute. And scarier yet, the report outlines five specific ways that these extreme weather events are going to happen in the future. Buckle up because we're going to get specific. Number one, extreme events will be, you guessed it, more extreme. Number two, these events will be more frequent. Number three, there's a greater risk that these extreme events will happen back to back Or that different types of disasters could happen at the same time. Number four, these weather events will occur in places that surprise us. And number five, the timing of these catastrophes will be unpredictable. And the report does not stop there, by the way. We've been told for decades about rising sea levels and vanishing ice, and the report also details those tipping points as well. So hey, all you listeners living in your waterfront Miami condos right now, you might want to move sooner than later. In all seriousness, the findings offer a dire warning to us Earthlings. We have damaged our Earth and impacted its climate in unprecedented ways, and now some of the damage is both inevitable and irreversible. We have screwed the pooch on this one, you guys. We really have. So it's clear that we have failed the Earth and at the same time, each other, our fellow humans. But this entire podcast can't be all gloom and doom, can it? So what, if anything, can we do about this climate crisis now? The report is clear, though slightly vague. Only quick and drastic reductions in our greenhouse gases in this decade can help slow the damage. Yes, I said slow the damage, not stop it, not reverse it. Even if we can manage to limit the warming levels to that 1.5 degrees Celsius mark, our sea levels are still rapidly rising, the ice is still melting, and our oceans are still acidifying. Now, next year, the IPCC is going to release supplemental reports. So part two will focus on the real world implications of the climate crisis. And the third report will outline the potential solutions for us. So in the meantime, until those reports are released, what do we do now You and I can take steps to reduce our personal CO2 emissions as best we can. After all, each one of us on this earth is contributing to the crisis in our own individual ways. Maybe it's the cars we drive, or maybe it's the amount of goods we buy or throw out. Maybe it's the food waste. Maybe we could eat less meat. Maybe we could reduce our single-use plastics. Perhaps we can be more mindful of our energy use in our homes and our businesses. We could even invest in greener and more sustainable technologies. And with that, I bring you a rough breakdown of the top sources of greenhouse gas emissions, just so we can really wrap our head around what's contributing to all of this global warming agriculture accounts for roughly 11 percent of greenhouse gas emissions followed by transportation at 29 percent then we have industry at 30 percent and residential and commercial at 31 percent and yes i realize this adds up to 101 percent but these are estimates from 2019 from epa.gov and they round up based on independent surveys Now, there is also an argument to be made for us, the individual humans that are trying like heck to reduce our emissions while a handful of major corporations contribute to the majority of CO2 emissions. But I think that should be saved maybe for another episode of Talk Techie to Me. After all, there's only so much panic one can fit into a single podcast episode. Now, normally... This would be the time where i'd say something really positive or hopeful for our future but truthfully i really am a little freaked out here we need to do better and we need to hold our politicians and our publicly and privately owned corporations accountable for their actions we as consumers hold the power and remember that each one of us affects each other on this earth And as far as I know, we only have one Earth. So let's take care of it and each other. And now I want to hear from you. What do you think of the IPCC report? Do you think there is hope for us yet? How do you actively work to reduce your emissions leave a comment on this episode and let me know let's start a discussion and if you enjoyed today's episode well i'd like to know that too so share it with friends on social media leave a comment or connect with me on the interwebs i am at Custody on all of the things and if you're listening on apple podcasts i'd love for you to leave a review thank you so much for listening and we'll chat real soon